Don't mind me while I drink some water. Gotta stay hydrated. Have you had enough water today? Have you drank enough water oh, today? Well, you know what my problem is? And, um, um, oh, we're getting messages. Uh, my problem is, is that, um, over the weekend, I've realized I don't drink any water. Like from the time I leave here on a Friday morning, <laughs> sometimes on a Sunday night, I'll be like, huh, I have not had one sip of water. I don't get thirsty. I don't get water thirsty. I'll tell you that. Yeah, you drink juice or pop or something like that. And it's so bad for you. But now I've really got to start drinking water. I've really got to. Yeah. So, anyway. I think we talked about that before. Anytime you, uh, oh, God, my shoulder hurts. How much water have you had today? Yeah. Have you had enough water to drink? I'm having trouble sleeping. Have you had enough water? Yeah. My truck went, My truck didn't start this morning. Oh, my God. How much water? water did you have? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm going to enjoy some water and then on with the show. A lawn chair is a good town chair, but you're aware of that. It falls down to half the size so you can lay it flat. I can watch the world go by and live without a care. I've never had a bad time in my old lawn chair. Ugh, I feel like I swallow loud. I was at home. Actually, yesterday I took the water home. Like I, when I got home, I immediately went to my fridge that dispenses ice cold water, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the house was empty. It was dead quiet in there, and I'm like, "Oh my god, do I always drink this loudly?" <laughs> like, Man, like I just crawled out of a desert. Maybe I am thirsty. I always worry about like maybe days where like I'm exceptionally hungry. What if I chew with my mouth open and I don't realize it? And oh. No one has told me. <laughs> I think about that all the time. Oh. Do I drink loudly? What if I accidentally chew with my mouth open? Like when I'm really, really hungry, sometimes I'm just standing in my pantry. I don't, just just raking stuff off the shelf. I probably look like one of those, you know, feral children that for some reason grew up alone in the jungle. <laughs> and now you're brought into civilization and they show you eating birthday cake for the first time. That's probably what I look like at lunchtime. I worry about that every day. Yeah. Speaking of things in the pantry, we... Um, Ooh, that was good. That was... Holy crap. That was smooth. That was next level. Um, do people keep track of things? Like at home. I said this the other day on our radio show that I always... I keep a journal and I write my journal when I start a brand new pen. Now when I hear these words coming out of my mouth, this sounds like the work of a crazy person. Yeah, it sounds like you don't have a lot going on. It kind of does, doesn't it? Yeah, just I, a bit. I got important things going on, Bryce. Trust me. I just like to know how long my pens last. And I celebrated the one-year anniversary of Rudy. That's what I call my highlighter now because that highlighter is a hero. That thing's been going for a year. I use it every day. And it shows no sign of stopping. Wow. Yeah, I definitely don't keep track of pens. I don't even keep track of where they are physically. Yeah. You know, like I lose them repeatedly. So I do not keep track of how long the ink lasts in them. Yeah, we and all of a sudden that that just that topic took off. Uh, this is from Rob. I do not keep records of when I start a new pen, but I really like the feeling of keeping a pen until I have exhausted the entirety of its ink. One man, one pen, until that pen dies and goes to pen heaven. Then the pen stork brings me a new one. The circle of life. Mm, that was beautiful. It yeah, so poetic. <laughs> Uh, hey, Garner and Bryce, my husband, Andy, your favorite podcast listener. Oh, shout out to Andy. Hey, Andy. 
Uh, he puts the date on the big things of dish soap that we get from Costco just to see how long it takes to use up the whole big container. Suzanne. And that just makes me love your husband even more, Suzanne. Man, I really don't do that. The only thing I've done that for lately is dog food. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, you're trying to gauge how much he eats. Yeah. So I, you can buy a dog food subscription. Boring. Yeah. Amazon will do subscriptions, so you just get a re- new bag whenever you need it. So I'm trying to determine how long it takes for him to eat a bag. Wow. And that beyond that, I keep no track of anything. So keeping track of dish soap and pans. I can't think of a worse subscription than a dog food subscription. <laughs> it's not very rewarding. Like I got the sock of the month thing and I looked forward to that. Uh, I get that Jack White third man vault thing mm-hmm. every month. I, I like that, but I don't know if I get fired up about a new bag of dog food arriving. No, and it's so misleading because it comes in such a, like a nice gigantic box and you're like, oh, well, this is presents. Good. Is it pillows? No, nope. dog food. And I feel oh. bad for the delivery driver too because that's like 20 pounds. Oh, that's not what they want. Yeah. But it's either that or I go to the store myself. So forget that. Yeah. You know who apparently everybody keeps track of their plastic wrap or saran wrap, whatever you call it. You know, the stuff you put over the dish. This was mind blowing. I could not believe how many people keep track of that. Yeah. They'll just write the date when they get it on the box. And then it goes forever. And it just became really a big endorsement for Kirkland brand, the Costco well, yeah. brand saran wrap, the length people hold on to that. Yeah, like decades. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, I bought saran wrap to cover the leftovers at my first wedding in 2011. I divorced <laughs> the person in 2013 and still have the same role here in my next relationship seven years later and going strong. I have faith that this relationship will last longer than the role, though. And yes, I was petty enough to take it with me when I left. Ooh, wow. Um, I've never been through a significant breakup in my life. Bryce, maybe you have. Yeah, one or two. Uh, I've never been through a divorce, but I don't know that I'd be comfortable using my new partner's ex's saran wrap. (laughs) It would be like, yeah, it would be like wearing his sweater or sleeping in his bed or cutting his Cutting your grass in his old grass cutting shoes? I would just live in fear that uh, my sweetie would be, I don't know, putting a bowl of leftovers back in the fridge, pulls out the saran wrap. And suddenly single tear. And all of a sudden she's just hit with like, oh my God, I remember when David and I used to saran wrap bowls of strawberries. Oh, as I Will Remember You plays on the radio. Yeah, the music swells and the next thing you know, she's (sighs) running out the door to her ex because- she was reminded. She comes to you, though, the new guy, and you're wearing, what did you say, David? Yeah. You're wearing David's sweater because that's what you do now, too. And she just buries her face in the sweater. He's like, I miss you, David. I've made a huge mistake. And you're like, my name's Bryce. No. So if you want a healthy relationship, throw away the old saran wrap. Yeah. Throw it away. Uh, a lot of people do well. Candace keeps track of her pen. Thank you, Candace. It's just you and me. We're the only two people who keep. But Candace does a thing where she takes a piece of paper and a little piece of tape and she writes the date, tiny letters on the paper Oof. and tapes it to the pen. That is next level. And she says she is now ridiculed by her coworkers. And I can't see why. Yeah, I'd say rightly so. Yeah. Uh, on the topic of everlasting saran wrap, 
we've also had our roles for years. The previous owners of our house left it behind <laughs> in one of those under cabinet mounted dispensers. Remember when that used to be a thing? Yes, people I do. used to mount mount their plastic wrap under their brown laminated kitchen cabinets <laughs> with the bronze hardware. Remember that, Bryce? Handsome look. Ooh, Stood yeah. the test of time. I don't know that I'd use somebody else's leftover saran wrap. That's too, that touches my food. I don't know who you are. Oh, that wouldn't bother me. Really? I liked getting all the free stuff when I moved into my house. Like what? Well, they left an old barbecue. That one I haven't used because they did not clean that barbecue. But I got, what else did I get? A bunch of hangers. They left a snow shovel. Oh, I made off like a king. Good hangers, though, or metal ones? No, they were plastic ones. Oh. Yeah, they weren't bad. Well, they're not wood, but... uh... (laughs) No, they're not cedar. Yeah. I think people who keep track of how long things last are smart. I don't, and then I'm always shocked when something runs out. I find myself buying stuff before I need it, just in case it runs out, and that's how I ended up with a year's supply of laundry pods. Huh. Okay. Man. Yeah, I really... Maybe it makes sense to keep track of stuff. Huh. When my kids were really young, I found myself heating up a lot of coffee in the microwave. I figured out what way to place the handle so that after a minute 10, it would be sitting at the perfect angle to retrieve it by the handle without having to grab a hot cup. That really has nothing to do with what we're talking about right now, or just maybe it's just people who do things because they're bored, like keep track of their pens or get the handle just right on the coffee cup. Yeah, learning how to time that microwave. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to know that Costco Saran Wrap lasts 17 years. Yes, we've had couple of people who said it's been like since the early 2000s. Yeah, they've been holding on to this uh, Costco Saran Wrap. Yeah. What a product. Uh, I didn't know that Costco Saran Wrap lasts 17 years. I've been waiting and waiting for mine to finish so I can buy a new one because you have to stick the cutter parts on yourself and mine is on crooked. It bothers me every time I use it and I am just looking forward to getting a new one. Now I know that will never happen, Josh. No, Josh, you're stuck with that box forever and ever. Yeah, you're going to be buried in that saran wrap. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Didn't we, uh, we talked about my bottle of double, or my can of WD-40. Oh, yeah. That, that can of WD-40 is a legend. Last summer, I took pictures of it. <laughs> and would, could you admit that those pictures are pretty fantastic? They were striking, yeah, the Background was blurry. I used portrait mode on my phone. Yeah. And I got some nice shots of my 25-year-old can of WD-40, which is 26 this summer. I bought it in June of 1994 at the Home Hardware in Langford, British Columbia, now known as West Shore. Wow. They changed the name. And it still has, like, you can still use it. It's not empty. You no, don't just no. carry around an empty can. Yeah, and then after I talked about this, people are, like, accusing me of not doing preventative maintenance. I uh, I do preventative maintenance, but WD-40 is the stuff you buy when you don't do preventative maintenance, and now you need to fix it immediately. So I don't ever find myself in that situation, and that's why it's lasted 26 years. We did share the photo of your WD-40, too, and people were also taken aback by the fact that you have the original... Hose. Yeah, the little orange straw thing yeah. that you put on it. Yeah. So most people lose that immediately, but you have the 25-year-old can and hose mm. still rocking. Do you want to hear, okay, this one sentence is going, this will be the guy you don't want to be seated next to at the dinner party. 
I watched a mini YouTube documentary on WD-40. <laughs> the smell is actually vanilla. Oh, yeah. That's right, because I said I enjoy the smell of WD-40. Who watches a documentary about WD-40? Yeah, that's when you know you don't got a lot going on. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Ivan, you know we just joke. We love you, Ivan. But a documentary on WD-40? You like Ooh. the smell, right? I do like the smell. I think it's gross. What? Maybe that's why it's lasted so long. No, I should start buying cans just to use as like, I'm going on a Friday night. Maybe I got a hot date. You're going to get all up in the clubs? Yeah. You put Instead of putting on the usual axe, you just go with the little WD-40. Yeah, I'm doing that prep talk in a mirror just before I walk out the door. Yeah, you got this, old boy. And the last thing I do is I grab a can of WD-40 and give myself a little spray behind the But do the you ears. just spray it in the air and then walk through it? <laughs> spray, your, delay, and walk away. That's what yeah. that's called. <laughs> Everybody in the club's like, is somebody's dad in here? Did somebody's dad come to the club tonight? I think that's I a good smell. I can smell dad. Yeah, WD-40 and gasoline, I think, are good smells. Uh, see, now I feel like we're just talking about human quirks, because you like the smell of WD-40. I do. Uh, human quirks. I guess my weirdest one is I try to eat evenly on each side of my mouth, but only if it's like individual pieces of things. Like, for instance, try hickory sticks. If I eat one stick with my left teeth, then I have to eat another with the right teeth. Steven, do you think Steven has the OCD? Just a bit. Do you think? Also, hickory sticks. You have three of those things, and you got the hickory stick burps for the rest of the day. Eh, you don't like them, do you? No, I don't. Hickory sticks are the greatest. The, the bang for the buck you get with a bag of hickory sticks, they last forever. Like you keep putting your hand in with a bag of chips, you're instantly disappointed because you get nine chips. But a bag of hickory sticks, you get 4,500 hickory sticks. It is. And they just keep coming. It's the chip equivalent of the Kirkland brand saran wrap. Exactly. It just never stops. Uh, I have a half bottle of lemon gin left over from my wedding in July of 1990. Ooh. Know anyone that wants it? Well, probably 14-year-olds probably want your lemon gin. 30-year-old lemon gin. Does that stuff hold up that long? I don't know. I don't think all liquor doesn't really last forever, right? When do you age out of lemon gin? I feel like if I went to a liquor store, just looking the way I look, <laughs> and I was standing at the till with like a Mickey of lemon gin, I would probably get arrested. Yeah, they'd assume you're buying that for underage teens. Or I'd be going directly across the parking lot to my white van. <laughs> I don't know. I'd feel creepy buying lemon gin. Yeah, lemon gin, peach schnapps. Uh Hey guys, been wearing the same underwear since 85. Beat that. Ooh. No. no. Really? 1985? That's 35 years in the same underpants? Hold on. Let's get his information so when all the ladies start calling and requesting his info. Oh, please tell me more about 85 yeah. underpants, man. <laughs> we could pass along his information. Gross. <laughs> Uh, I'm a single guy. I've lived off a 24-pack of double-ply toilet paper for just over two years. I'm extremely clean to an almost OCD state, Joel. Joel, don't brag about that. 
that's, I mean, that's fine if you're able to do that, but nobody wants to hear you brag about the fact that you've had the same toilet paper for two years. No, it just paints visuals of efficiency and cleanliness that yeah. we don't want in our head. Are you really doing the job? <laughs> uh, when I buy a pack of rolling papers, I write the date on them so I know how long it takes to smoke 100 joints. <laughs> Uh, and then you're like, oh my God, three days. I got to get it together. Yeah, that was a hell of a long weekend. Oh, how long should a hundred rolling papers last? I don't oh, even know. I don't even know. <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't know. I my don't, body's a temple. Yeah, I don't take marijuana. <laughs> Uh, oh, here we go. Somebody else. I've had my Costco plastic wrap since 2007. What? Yeah. That's crazy. That's that's 17 years. I mean, I just buy the normal saran wrap from the grocery store. Uh, but now I'm starting to think, when's the last time I bought it? I don't yeah. know. Maybe it does last a long time. <laughs> I inherited a box of plastic wrap from my grandmother. She used <laughs> it when I was a kid. I still have it. I'm 31. <laughs> what? What a lame bequeathment. Yeah. <laughs> You're at the will reading and they're yeah, like, okay, you Jeremy, get, you can have the farm. Yeah. You get the car. Yep. You get a hundred thousand uh, dollars. Kendall, you get the summer home. <laughs> Michelle, you can have my plastic wrap. You can have this saran wrap. Ooh. Oh man. Every single one of these texts is about saran wrap. It's insane. So apparently people keep track of their saran wrap. Yeah. Man. Hey Garn, I was just listening to you. Heard you named your sh Sharpie Rudy. It was actually my highlighter. I used to have two squirrels living in my yard, and one of them was unable to use his back legs. Aww. And his buddy would collect berries for him and take them to him. I named him Rudy. Oof. Can we take a minute so I can wipe away this tear? Yeah, try not to think about the fact that that squirrel is definitely dead by now. God damn it. <laughs> hey, just uh, pop a squat because they're definitely not sharing a chair. It's the Lawn Chair Profits with Garner and Bryce. A couple of worlds colliding here because um, I was talking the other day. I went out for a walk, and where we are right now, it's just starting to snow. Like, winter is here, and we're all like, oh, my God, I forgot about winter. And before you know it, it's back again. But as I was out on a walk, there was a guy... And on the light post at the end of his driveway, there were three snow shovels leaning against it. And he had taped a sign on there that said, free shovels. So who gives away snow shovels when it's just starting to snow? Yeah. You'd and, be making money off that. And I started thinking to myself, that's one of those things that I cannot throw out. I just, I can't get rid of snow shovels. I have five of them. Four of them are absolute garbage. They're worn out or they just, I've never liked them because they're crappy, but I can't part with them. What is that? I think it's because how do you throw them away? They don't fit in garbage bags. They're just an awkward thing. Yeah. My next door neighbor threw out three brooms this summer. Like he just laid them on top of his garbage bags at the end of the driveway. I'm like, huh. Those won't see morning. And sure enough, I get up to go to work at four o'clock in the morning and I look over at Tom's house. <laughs> the brooms are all gone, but his garbage is still there. So I don't know. We, we just, we started talking about the stuff you can't throw away. I can't throw away. Um, I can't throw away shovels. I can't throw away cardboard boxes. Yeah. I'm bad for that too. Uh, and it's been really bad as I've dived deeper into the Amazon wormhole. Oh yeah. And so I get a lot of Amazon boxes and I do that move that we all do where I cut my name and address off of the plastic. Wow. Are you a security expert now? That way I can't be traced. Yeah. 
But then I have all these Amazon boxes, and I'm like, I'll need this one day. Well, no, I won't. I probably have 50 cardboard boxes in my garage of various sizes. And you send me something in a good cardboard box, I will save that cardboard box forever. Even when I have something that will fit in that box that I need to mail or store, I won't use that cardboard box because I'm like, no, that one's too good. Like, what am I ever going to do with that? Mm. Once or twice a year, I do that thing where I fill my car with all my cardboard and I go to one of those cardboard dump stations that they oh, have yeah, around yeah. town. Yeah. And I just assume that everyone's watching me and they're like, oh my God. That guy, he must be in Greenpeace. He Look, cares so much about the environment. That guy's recycling so hard right now. Yeah. Oh my God. What a hero. Hero, yeah. Um, the other thing too is I can't get rid of shoes. I have trouble throwing out old shoes. Yeah, I feel you, bad throwing those things away. What is that? Like, yeah. And I feel I feel bad throwing shoes in the garbage, but at the same time, I don't want to go give them to, like, here you go, less fortunate person. Here's some really crappy shoes that I used the ass out of. Now you can have them. Hope your back's okay. Yeah. Hope you have flat feet. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Uh, I am 24 years old. I've never gotten rid of a hat. Kyle, Really? Ooh, yeah. I find those hard to throw away. Yeah, me too. Sweat stains, they're all faded. It used to be blue, now it's kind of gray. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a stockpile of old hats. Oh boy, maybe I'm a hoarder. I started after I started reading these, I'm like, oh my god, yeah, I don't get rid of hats either. Oh my mm. god. Uh, I'm in the middle of helping my parents move. Two old people, 30 years in the same house, so much crap. Oh, I bet. <sighs> yeah. You don't even realize it. Until you move, how much junk you have. You start going through your junk drawers. Oh, yeah. It's nuts. Like you have in your junk drawer, you know how sometimes you buy a shirt and then you get a spare button with it in that little bag? <laughs> yeah. I can't throw that little button out either. But when was the last time I sewed a button back on a shirt? Never. <laughs> Ever. I do that with the little pouch that your sunglasses come in. Oh, yeah. I got a million of those things. I don't know why. Now, Bryce, speaking of things... You have trouble throwing away. You had the most brilliant idea in the world the other day. Yeah, it's because when you think about throwing things out, it's such a boring thing. Or you have to go to the dump, and that's out oh, of the way. It's out of the way. It's smelly. It can be expensive. It's yeah. time consuming. Uh, but here, we're, we're recording this podcast. But this is international. Yeah, it happens everywhere. Sinkholes. But here in this city, uh, they just discovered a sinkhole in a busy intersection. That goes 75 feet down? Like, it's a it's a massive sinkhole. And you see, like, helicopters are now flying over it and taking pictures of it. And it is an abyss. Yeah. Like, it just goes on forever. And this really, um, I've said it for years and years, sinkhole is the one thing you can always count on when you open up the news on your internet or maybe you're old school and you read newspapers. There's always a sinkhole story. Yeah. And there's always pictures of people staring into the sinkhole and you always get measurements about how deep the sinkhole is, how long it's going to take them to fill the sinkhole. But I got a little worried over the summer and I said this to you, that news stories about animals with their heads stuck in jars was quickly becoming the new sinkhole news story, but I think sinkholes are back again. Yeah, I love a good sinkhole. Yeah. Uh, I, in fact, I have that phrase tattooed on my neck. You do? Yeah, which, I love a good sinkhole. And then when this story came up the other day, of course. Yeah, so they're talking about there's a 75-foot deep sinkhole in our city, and it's going to take several months for them to fill it. And we're like, how do you even fill a sinkhole? Like, what do you put in there, you dirt? Dump dirt. Someone said clay. 
Yeah. I was like, we're looking at this all wrong. Here's, this is the million dollar idea. Yeah. That the city should just charge $5 and you can go throw that junk that you can part with into the sinkhole. Snow shovels, yeah. old barbecues. Yeah, I have a, that second barbecue. Yeah. I don't know how to get rid of it, but if I can take it to the sinkhole, I will boot that thing like that scene in 300 where he kicks that guy into the hole. This is Sparta! Bam! Barbecue into sinkhole. Would you yell, this is Sparta, as you kicked your barbecue into the hole? I feel like it'd be super cliched. Oh. But yeah, it'd be very tempting. But the thing is, is this will never happen because there would be outrage. But stop and think about it for a second. What is your city dump? It's a hole in the ground <laughs> that they throw snow shovels into and old barbecues, and then they bury them. But because they do it behind a fence, out of sight, nobody gets upset about it. Yeah. That's the only difference here. I would love it if we could just throw all of our junk into a sinkhole and then maybe 200 years from now when the future is building for a new skyscraper yeah. in this location, and they just find this 75-foot cavern of garbage. Yeah, coffee tables with <laughs> glass and brass. <laughs> What's this China hutch doing here? Yeah. Oh. But also, what if you set up a scaffold just slightly above the, like you could... Oh, oh so it's already 75 feet deep. You add another 100 feet to that? But you pay extra. Yeah, it's an extra from, 5 to $10. I know, yeah. Uh, can we grab something here? Hello? You're talking about uh, throwing things into the hole and maybe from a scaffolding? Yeah, yeah. I think that, uh, I mean, it's one thing to throw your old barbecue into a sinkhole, but if you can do that from 50 feet above the sinkhole, it's even more. So or maybe you charge $10 to throw it from the scaffold, 5 from the floor. I don't know. Yeah, so it's, it's better than you could ever imagine. So I used to uh, be a mechanic, and I don't want to say where because I might get in trouble. Anyways, uh... We had these pieces of equipment that had ability to go about 100 feet in the air. Mm. And every now and then it would work out. You'd have something you'd want to throw in the dumpster, and you'd have a piece of equipment that could go 100 feet in the air. So you set it up, and you kind of eyeball it up to the dumpster, and then you just let it rip, and it was incredible. You really only needed to go six feet off the ground, but you went a full 70. Oh, yeah, and it's just fantastic. And yeah. sometimes it hits the dumpster and it makes a whole bunch of noise, and sometimes... It misses, and it explodes everywhere. Okay. We had a toilet that we fixed pieces up for a year. Somebody just texted, and the slogan for this could be, down the hole, up the giving. <laughs> wow, this is good. People are using their heads. Yeah. See, those guys are already doing the scaffold thing, or the scissor jack, or scissor lift, whatever it's called. Think of how satisfying that would be to throw a barbecue into a sinkhole from the top of a scaffold. Or a cuckoo clock. Oh, imagine a grandfather clock going into the sinkhole. Yeah, those old cross-country skis you've been lugging around for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Throw those into a sinkhole. An old pair of snowshoes. Man, you could really do your spring cleaning, declutter, Marie Kondo your place. Oh, yeah. While throwing things in a sinkhole. Like, that is a win-win. So take that to your city or town council or your reeve Wherever you may live, yes, and present that idea as a as a way to fill sinkholes, local sinkholes. Think of how much money they would make. Mm. Tons. Instead, they're going to spend gobs of money to fill it with dirt or clay or whatever boring thing they put in sinkholes. Uh, this one says, "Well, this wouldn't probably fill it too much, but I've been with my boyfriend for six years. He has not thrown out a single pair of socks, not <laughs> one." <laughs> That'd be funny. Just see, I dump uh, a bunch of socks into the sinkhole. Yeah. 
I don't know that that would be worth paying extra to go on the scaffold to throw the socks into the thing, nah, sinkhole. You can do that at street level. And you'd have to ball them. Otherwise, they would just float away in the wind. <laughs> and when you throw away a sock, like when it gets a hole, do you throw away both of them? Or do you go, huh, one day I might need that weird sock. Oh, man. Yeah. And I think we should do a thing where we kind of tarp it off so when you do throw your thing in the sinkhole, no one's watching you. So you can throw whatever you want. Pictures of your ex? A body? Oh. You can throw your deepest, darkest secrets into that hole. Yeah. And walk away just with a weight off your shoulders. Uh, Garner and Bryce, I have old hockey sticks in my garage that I haven't used since I was 16. I'm 55 now, <laughs> Dawn. <laughs> when we were talking about this, you don't remember this. Uh, one person remembered this. When I played hockey, God, I was good. Back in the 1970s, early 80s, I had a Weldwood hockey stick. And what it was, it was a wooden shaft, but it had a plastic blade on it. Oof. So depending on which, you know, you held it over the uh, the burner on the stove and you could put a sweet curve in it. Didn't wow. want to hold it too close. You didn't want to get burn marks on your Weldwood blade. That sounds like the hockey stick you got at Sears. No, I think they were quite expensive, actually. Oof. Yeah. Can't rip Clapper's top cheddar with a Weldwood. It doesn't have the same sound. I'll give you that. <laughs> Just It's plastic on plastic. Uh, charging cords. Tons and tons of useless charging cords. I have charging cords for things I don't even own anymore. Yeah, even when they're all frayed and busted up. Still don't throw them away. Yeah. Uh, what about those little extra bags of laces that come with your new pair of shoes? Chaz. Yeah, even the colors you know that you will never use. You can't get rid of those extra shoelaces. Like you buy a pair of Adidas. Maybe you get some black Adidas and they throw you, I don't know, a bag of powder blue laces for them. You don't throw those out. You're like, one day I might have shoes that require powder blue laces. As a middle-aged man? Yeah. Yeah. No. Those things are kicking around somewhere. Yeah. Uh, my elastic band supply comes entirely from asparagus and flowers. Apparently, those are good. The asparagus elastics are apparently the money elastics. Are they? So I've been told. I eat asparagus. I just never prepare it. I don't. I hope we're not throwing out our asparagus, asparagus elastics at home. Maybe I'll start buying asparagus just for the elastics. Uh Oh, here you go. This one. Plastic grocery bags. My wife has hoarded them for years. She has thousands, and now they're getting harder to find. She refuses to use them at the risk of depleting her supply. She now buys plastic garbage bags so she doesn't have to use her precious grocery bags. Name withheld out of shame. Wow. Oof. That's a problem. Yeah. Like, what are you, what's your end goal? Like, what are you going to do with this vast plastic bag collection now? Yeah, she's telling their kids that on your wedding day. You see, see this basement full of plastic grocery yeah. bags? One day, these will all be yours. On your wedding day, these will be yours. Mm. Earbud nibs. This one came in over and over again. I'm guilty of this one as well. When you get the different size tips for your earbuds that you never use, you just go with the ones that were on the headphones when you opened the box. Yeah, you always go with the middle ones. Yeah, so what do you do with all those other ones? You put them in a drawer because you never know when there might be an earbud nub emergency. Yeah, you know when you're getting older and you need the new bigger nubs because your ear holes got bigger? Yeah. Because that happens. Hey, if we're still talking about stuff you can't throw away, for me it's the weird tiny jam jar jars. I always think I'll use them, and sometimes I do, but I don't need 30 of them. God, 
I know exactly. Have you ever seen those before? I have, yeah. Like you see them cast off in the hallway of a hotel, like on the room service tray, <laughs> the person left out in the hallway. You're like, should I steal that tiny jam jar? Should I steal that tiny, tiny Heinz ketchup jar? Oof. Yeah. I keep all my pasta bottles. The pasta sauces come in. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to need this for bacon fat and grease. One day. And I realize I don't cook enough stuff that requires, you know, to drain the grease. That I don't I see you as the kind of guy that's ever going to get into canning, putting up preserves in the fall. I don't see that in you. No, I'm not big on making raspberry jam. No. The Lawn Chair Profits with Garner and Bryce. It's on the internet where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. Garner, we had one more million dollar idea. Oh. Halloween is, what, less than two weeks away? Yeah, less than two weeks from now. Well, yeah. And what are, so some cities have said, no, there will be no trick or treating. We're fortunate. We live in a city where they're like, yeah, go ahead, trick yeah. or treat. Just be smart about it during this pandemic. And a yeah. lot of people, we've all seen the same things online of uh, they're going to put a little PVC pipe. Yeah, a little PVC tube piping down their Steps. stairs at the front of their house. Kids will stand at the bottom, you stand at the top, and you just put your candy through there. It slides down to their bags. You keep your distance, they get their candy, whatever. Yeah. I think it's a fine idea. It'll work in a pinch. Um, the Halloween treat tube or whatever they call it. Yeah. There's every single post I see now on social media is about how to build one. Well, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. You just buy a chunk of PVC. Yeah, it's a tube and you zip tie it to your railing. Boom. Problem You're solved. done. Yeah. You're done. There's nothing. You don't need to do any more or any less. I would like to get a lifeguard chair, though, and build like one that's 30 feet long. That's where I start to think people aren't being creative enough. Oh. That if we're going to have a tube and we're going to have this distance, why stop at just throwing little tiny chocolate bars down it? Why don't you give the kids something they really, really enjoy? Yeah, this is an opportunity to really give easy, direct access to something all kids clamor for. Clam chowder. Boiling hot clam chowder. New England style, probably. That's the best style. That's the money chowder. Yeah. So we've come up with an idea. We still have to draw up the plans for chowder pipe. Is uh, what Because we should have, this should be on social media by now. People should be building their chowder pipe if they really want to treat the kids to something they love. Yeah. I thought it'd be fun if we stood on the roof of this building and people drove by and we could, we stand on the roof with our boiling hot pots of chowder. So I kind of direct the pipe through yeah. the car window and you're down below. They drive by, lower their window. We put the pipe in through the window and then we ladle steaming hot chowder from the roof to their car. They can catch it in a bowl, eat it on the way to work. If you don't have a bowl, just use your hands. Yeah, just a paper bag, whatever. Yeah, catch it in your shirt. Hold your shirt up. Catch it there. Get your fresh chowder from our chowder pipe. Chowder pipe might be the smartest thing we've ever thought of. It's kind of a sister to the chowder bike idea you had. Oh, chowder bike. The summer of chowder was one of the best summers we've ever had. Oh, simpler God, times. I still remember the commercial. If you're feeling hungry, have yourself some chowder. Get out of the way, food trucks. It's the latest innovation in street food. Introducing Chowder Bike. Soup up your lunchtime with piping hot New England clam chowder served from the sidecar of an absolutely mint 1967 Harley-Davidson V-twin shovelhead motorcycle. That's some boss chowder on that hog. Chowder bike. It's a hit with the kids. Because kids love bikes. They love swimming. And boy, do they love chowder. Chowder bike. Chowder bike. A part of the Garter Andrews Show Summer of Soup. 
But the problem now with chowder pipe is I think that there's a shortage of PVC. We might be too late. We might not be able to just go to Home Depot or Lowe's and buy 30 feet of PVC. I don't even know what size pipe we'd use. Oh, yeah. Like, would you use a two? No. No, I'd go four inch. I want some. Four inch? I go four inch. Wow. Yeah, I want some play in there. Hmm. So if you have to throw on an elbow, you're not going to get caught. Hello? I'm a plumber on my way to work, and you were talking about a shortage of PVC pipe. Yeah, is that true? Because everybody's building these Halloween candy shoot things? There actually is a small plastic shortage right now. And I don't know if it's because of candy shoots or COVID, but you may as well assume. Yeah. Hey, what size pipe do you think Bryce and I would need to build chowder pipe? What kind of serving are you wanting of chowder? Uh, What's what's an appropriate serving size of chowder? Well, it's never what's on the can because you could always eat like two cans yourself. I don't know. I would say a cup and a half maybe. A cup and a half of chowder? Yeah. I would think you could probably go with three inch. Three inch would be good, huh? Three inch, 75 millimeters. Okay. What kind of elbow would I be able to put in that? So that Oh, I don't think you're going to want a chowder elbow. <laughs> Could get hung up in the chowder elbow. Yeah. yeah definitely don't want to be putting a P-trap in there for sure. No, 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 no. You okay. can call me. I'll do the uh, chowder elbow service calls if you choose to disregard my advice. I'll come and... Unhang the chowder clock. Would you have to, like, would you have to run a snake through that? I think I'd just raw dog it. I'd just go barehanded. Okay. I might throw on a kitchen glove. Okay. Uh, What's your first name? I'm Jeremy. Okay, Jeremy, you are the official chowder pipe plumber. I don't know if that's a compliment. Uh, So he'll raw dog the chowder pipe. Mm, That makes it sound weird. It suddenly makes the chowder seem a little less appealing. It does. Yeah. But overall, though, I think people have a clamoring for hot chowder. They want it right away. And this Halloween, inspired by this tube idea, I think we can really have a quick delivery system for chowder. I got to go because I got to go find some PVC. Thanks for listening to the Lawn Chair Profits with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Theme by Garner Andrews. Guests of the Lawn Chair Profits stay in the dumpster behind the building by the rail yard. Classy.